Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Tim sent me a note, said, Steve, check out the story regarding the fake nurse, a fake nurse. Turns out if you pretend to be a nurse and you're not, and you go to work at a hospital, some of the things you're doing might be illegal. So this is from Canada. CBC News reports a story written by Bethany Lindsay. 11 assault charges laid against fake nurse who worked at Vancouver Hospital for a year. She's currently serving a seven-year sentence, but she faces a total of 15 new charges. She's uh, a person who is accused of being a, uh, a fake nurse, impersonating a nurse, for a year at uh, British Columbia's Women's Hospital. She's been charged with a long list of new offenses, including 11 counts of assault and assault with a weapon. Assault with a weapon. And I suspect that's the way they define a weapon in the code in Canada. In all, 15 new charges were sworn in Vancouver Provincial Court on Wednesday, according to court records. Now, the woman's 50 years old. She's now accused of eight counts of assault with a weapon, three counts of assault, four counts of using a forged document, and one count each of fraud over $5,000, and personation with intent to gain advantage. And I suspect that that's the legal term, but most people just think of that as you know, impersonation. So you're impersonating somebody, but personation with intent to gain advantage. So technically speaking, you can impersonate someone else uh, depending on the situation. It's not necessarily illegal. So someone walks up to me and goes, who are you? And I go, I am Bob Johnson. Get away from me. Uh, if I just yanked a name out of thin air and I didn't do that for any kind of gain, uh, that might not be an actual violation of the law. But if you're pretending to be somebody else to gain some kind of advantage, uh, that's the issue. The assault charges involve 10 individual women who are patients at the hospital. Now, here's the deal. Assault is often defined as an attempted battery. Battery is often defined as a, an unwanted touching. Someone touches you in a manner that you didn't want to happen or an offensive touching. Okay, And quite often they're obvious, like if you get punched in the face, that would probably be a battery. If I took a swing at you and missed, that would probably be an assault, right? Okay, so <laughs> when you check into a hospital, you consent to all forms of strange procedures that wouldn't happen to you on the street. People sticking needles in your arm, people checking your pulse, people putting things on you and measurements and so on. Well, you're consenting to medical procedures by medical professionals. So if someone comes into the room who's not a medical professional and they start poking you and prodding you, that would be a battery or an assault, depending on how it's defined. But the point is that your consent when you entered the hospital was for medical professionals doing medical procedures. And since she's not a medical professional because she is impersonating one, there you go. Vancouver Police Spokesperson Sergeant Steve Addison said investigators have now spoken to more than 40 alleged victims from this woman's time in the city. He said, we've been working very closely with all those victims to conduct investigations. And as you can imagine, these investigations are complicated, not just because of the passage of time, but also because we're dealing with very personal stories. Uh, he said several investigations are still underway and more charges are possible. Fraud and impersonation charges against her were first announced uh, back in November. She worked as a perioperative nurse at the hospital from June of 2020 to June of 2021, assisting with an untold number of surgeries. So they're saying that she may have been involved in, in she's in the room at least, during a surgery. Several patients have told CBC she provided them with pain medication or sedation during their procedures. 
So spokespeople for the hospital's operator declined to comment on the new charges against her. They pointed instead to a written statement they issued last year that says the hospital has done a review to make sure there are no other imposters in the system and that this incident serves as a, an unfortunate reminder that individuals with criminal intent exist in our world and can be motivated to bring harm to both people and organizations. So that's something that, again, is, is one of these people making a statement of the obvious. Individuals with criminal intent exist in our world. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Lawyer Scott Stanley, who represents a number of patients treated by this woman at the BC Women's Hospital, addressed the new charges in his own written statement, saying, when people have been fooled, there can be a temptation to think it was at the hand of a genius. Often, it is simply a failure to follow basic common sense procedures. These recent charges against the woman illustrate the need for institutions to have such procedures in place and to follow them. We've always heard stories about people who walk in and go, yeah, I, I, I graduated from here and I got a degree in that. Congratulations, you're hired. Well, shouldn't there be a, a step in between there where you check some of those things? So this is far from the first time the woman's been accused of crimes related to impersonation. She's a long criminal history across North America with at least 67 convictions as an adult, including several, for pretending to be a nurse or a teacher. She is still uh, wanted on active warrants out of Florida and Colorado. She is also currently in prison after receiving a seven-year prison sentence for crimes including impersonation, assault with a weapon, and assault related to her time posing as a nurse at a fertility clinic and a dental clinic in Ottawa for a few weeks back in 2021. Patients from the BC Women's Hospital have filed a proposed class action lawsuit accusing the hospital of negligence. In response to those allegations, they've denied that administrators should have known she was a phony and said it took all reasonable steps to confirm she was a qualified nurse. Now, again, I am not a nurse, so I admit I'm not speaking from the best authoritative point here. But I would think that if nurses are licensed, there's some kind of licensing body that oversees those licenses. And if you're running a hospital and hiring nurses, you would know who that organization is, and you might be able to contact them and say, is this person a licensed nurse as they say they are? Now, it might be a bunch of different organizations. It might be different in Canada. I don't know. I certainly will have some nurses in my audience, or at least people who know nurses who can ask, but please chime in below and let me know how difficult it is in Canada to confirm whether or not somebody is actually a nurse. The hospital's response also reveals that the woman's colleagues began complaining she was rude and disrespectful. <laughs> so she goes into work, and instead of laying low and trying to stay off the radar, she's rude and disrespectful to others who complained about her. She was even placed on administrative leave for a few weeks in the fall of 2020, while administrators investigated five separate incidents, including using force on a patient and saying she wanted to punch or hit a colleague in the face. Now, I suppose it's possible that a licensed nurse might actually say something like that, but that behavior ultimately resulted in a one-day suspension after which she was allowed to return to work. During her leave, it appears she found more nursing work in B.C. Uh, at Victoria's Private View Royal Surgical Clinic, and they've confirmed that she worked there for three weeks. Her next appearance 
in Vancouver Provincial Court is scheduled for a few weeks down the road. Now, I know a bunch of people are already typing or have already begun to type and say, well, Steve, Frank Abagnale did all of that stuff. It's very easy to do. Um, people mention that every time I mention about how hard it is to take the bar exam. And they say, Frank Abagnale took the bar exam. And I'm talking about the guy from the movie Catch Me If You Can. And if you don't know, his stories have been almost completely, wholeheartedly, 100% debunked. The man was a liar. And he made stuff up. And, and his stories are not true. He didn't do any of those things. He, 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 at one point in time, claimed he'd been a professor, claimed he'd been a doctor, claimed he'd been a lawyer, claimed he'd been um, an airline pilot or pretending to be one. And, and when the movie got made, they left a bunch of that stuff out because they even realized, the movie makers did, that it wasn't quite plausible that he had spent all this time in Utah as a professor Louisiana as an attorney and various other places with these other different things he had done. Um, and there have been books written debunking what he's said. He claims he, he, he did all these victimless crimes, but then later he says it was millions of dollars. But then he said he paid it all back, but he never explained how he got the money to pay it all back. And I've actually read the book that debunks his claims. And I can tell you that there was a point in time where he was making his money as a speaker. He'd go in and speak at different organizations. And he would tell his stories. And it was supposed to be like, you know, the, the, the story that he'd tell would be like a, a lesson for the people in the audience to understand how easy it is to get ripped off by somebody who's smooth. There were actually places that presented to him right before he spoke an affidavit saying, please sign the affidavit that everything you're about to tell us is true. And he'd look at them and say, I'm insulted. And he'd turn around and he'd walk away. <laughs> refused to sign the truth affidavit. So I know many of you right now are going, but Steve, this upsets my worldview. I saw a movie. The movie suggested it was all true. Tom Hanks was in that movie. Aren't movies with Tom Hanks in them true? I, I don't need to finish the sentence or even begin the sentence that explains to you why that's not true. But Frank Abagnale never did almost any of the things he talked about. Did he ever once write a bad check? Uh, we're pretty sure he did. <laughs> Doesn't make him a criminal genius. Uh, and did he ever deadhead and get a free flight on an airline? Possibly. Possibly. But did he take the Louisiana bar, get admitted to the Louisiana Bar Association, and act as an attorney and prosecutor and close out files after conducting trials? No, he did not. No, he did not. And uh, you can look it up, find anything you want on it. The only person who thinks anything that he did was true, the only person who would say that was him. And he's gone strangely quiet in the last few years because the movie drew so much more attention and many of the people that he had ripped off in a bad way came out of the woodwork and spoke about it after the movie came out. So uh, the woman here who's pretending to be a nurse apparently knows enough to get the job, but not enough to fly under the radar and convince people she's competent. So there are now 11 new assault charges laid against the fake nurse who worked at a Vancouver hospital for a year, currently serving a seven-year sentence, now faces a total of 15 new charges, but don't forget she's also wanted in two states in America. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. I am sorely afflicted with the plague. And the only cure for it is more cowbell.